Hey, Monday morning, Boomer Bunker. Time to kick off the flip-flops and discuss some TikTok. Still celebrating Juneteenth, I am Boomer Bob and wishing he was playing poker in the metaverse, John Jamingo. I have a problem, Bob. Just one? I assume you had multiple problems. Well, my biggest problem right now is the metaverse poker. That's why I do Father's Day. Oh, that's right. We're not allowed to say it's Father's Day. It's no. Juneteenth. Non-birthing person's day. It's sperm shooter. It's custard shooting day. It's slipping <laughs> one past the goalie day. It's, it's oops, egg I got fertilizer day. day. Yeah, I, I got tricked into this shit day. All I wanted was a back rub. I don't know why I should do this earlier or later. Go with I, your gut. <laughs> okay, so Eric Zane, uh, you oh. know, he's a friend of, friend of the show, Eric Zane. He has a guy on there his name's kenny and we you know like i said we interact with him i consider some of the zaniacs friends matter of fact i think i am a zaniac or i don't know people say that oh i guess i pissed him off well here's what happened kenny wants to be the favorite zaniac that's what he wants to do he he guards the food bowl eric is the food bowl and kenny guards the food bowl so kenny wants to be eric's number one fan number one friend in it and and I can tell that, you know, to be honest with you, Kenny is like the gerbil of the Eric Zane show. He crawls so far up Eric's ass that this becomes a thing. And anybody that threatens the gerbil's domain, which is Eric's asshole, that, you know, that he attack. So I don't know, like a month ago, I know what it was. It was the time where Eric took the vacation and you and I were deciding to go early to do the show. And I went in there and. And they, you know, these guys, they break balls. It's just fun. Which That's why I love them so much. They break balls. The Zaniacs break balls. So I'm in a Facebook messenger group chat. And Terry says, oh, my God, if Eric leaves us with a bunker, I'm going to I'm gonna need a rope. And I said, hey, buddy, send me your address and I'll mail you a rope. So then Kenny comes in and he goes, you know what, guys? Suicide's not funny. Sometimes it is. When you're joking about suicide, it is. It's not. It's not funny when you walk in and your your significant other's hanging from the ceiling by a rope. No, then it's not funny. But if you're making jokes about suicide, it's kind of funny. So we go back and forth, and so he called into Eric's show on, I guess it was last Friday, and he started bitching about me. Well, you know how I am. So I decided to. Uh, I said I'll, I'm just going to take this the clips and play them here. But you know what? It's not even worth it. No one cares. No one cares about him. So anyhow, we got into it on their Patreon. Me and Kenny, we got into it over there. And Saturday, when we did the Zaniac Zoom call, we were talking about it then, too. So I don't know what to do. I, I What do you think there, Bob? I know he's a friend of yours because he loves you, because you guys are like arcade. We don't hang out. We don't like DM each other or nothing. I, I don't have an issue with the guy. I don't even know the guy. I know he's... He's a dad and he's dealing with, you know, baby mamas and bullshit and trying to hold it all together. And uh, he has an interest in uh, home arcades, which I can relate to all of that. So I don't have plural baby mamas, but so I, I don't have an issue with the guy, you know, um, I, his love for Eric Zane is really none of my business. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, it's just one of those things where I, I wouldn't even have said anything if he wouldn't have. I wouldn't even have addressed this if he wouldn't have went on the show and started talking about it. And listen, I understand. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. 
And that's why we work good. Everybody hates me. They love you, Bob. So that's probably why most of the people are still here because of you. 99% of the time, if I'm in some group chat, which I'm not in the one that you're in, but if I make a comment that doesn't get well accepted, as you know, odds are I was just goofing anyway. And uh, I don't always say the right things. And I don't mean to hurt anybody's you know feelings. Uh, I think if you're hanging around that group, you probably should have some thick skin, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Because, oh, uh, yeah. like I said, you know, they bust balls. And I, I I love busting balls. That's why I have the group of buddies that I do have in real life is because they fucking bust ball. Well, they used to bust balls. My old co-host now, when I bust his balls, he gets all butthurt and wants to weep about it. Hey, well, you, why did you say that? But you, yeah, I just repeated a thing you said to me 20 years ago. I, it's like I said. I, I, if you can't take a joke, you and I aren't, you know, you and I aren't going to get along. And if you're just going to sit there and say, Oh, that's not funny. And this is not funny. And all, like I said, in the chat, he doesn't have a funny bone in his body unless Eric's dicks in his ass. Well, if you so, can't take a joke, you probably shouldn't be on the internet. Right. I just figured I would address it. Get it out of the way. Yeah, that's cool. I wasn't going to, like I said, I wasn't going to, I was going to pull clips and, and make a big thing out of it. But you know what? It's not even, it really, it's not entertaining. That's the thing. It's just not funny. So I figured I would address it. His new nickname for me is gerbil because he just crawls up Eric's ass like a gerbil. No duct tape. No, I don't think you have to duct tape. You don't have to shave that one. Matter of fact, this gerbil actually takes and trims its own nails. So when it goes up, up the ass, it doesn't irritate the colon. Hey, how about all those cattle that are dying out in Kansas? What do you think, buddy? Yeah, didn't they say that they died from excessive heat? Wouldn't cows be dead in Mexico or, you know, that's closer to the equator? I mean, that's, it's just a line of bullshit. Uh, well, I have our first clip of the day. How many people are stupid enough to actually believe that 13,000 cows died all at once from heat in Kansas? 13,000? I don't see any cows dying in South Texas. No, Remember they... that episode of Yellowstone where those fucking asshole brothers dropped clover out of an airplane to kill all the cows? So he's got a point there. Just up the road from me, we had one day, we had something like, I don't know, something like over a thousand birds just drop out of the sky dead. They were all over the road and the grass and in, in this one area. And there's like, oh, it was uh, a lightning. No, it didn't even rain that fucking day. It was probably some kicked down some 5g tower and wanted to you know initial blast or something probably fucking there's a story out of reno county kansas veterinarians in southwest kansas say that there's a lot of misinformation circulating online about thousands of sudden cattle deaths the video of the dead cattle had gained national attention. You think now they're saying 2000, some people are saying 10 and now it's up to 13. So I have no idea the final count. This story, I got this on the 17th, which was Friday feedlots. They died from heat stress. Livestock experts say that the situation is rare, but it's un not unheard of. And it's no big mystery or conspiracy. Well, whenever someone tells me it's no big mystery or conspiracy, hmm, I think maybe it's a, Big, it's not a big mystery. It might be a conspiracy. So what happens? Heat radiates down and the cows get hot. So they say what happens at night, the uh, temperature and humidity goes down and the cat cattle can recover. But apparently there was a perfect storm 
So it was hot during the day and it did not get cool at night. So that these cows just popped basically. Now, if you don't know what I was talking about, as far as the show Yellowstone in one of the episodes, he's a cattle rancher. He had enemies, and what they did was they flew a plane over, and they dumped out bales and bales of uh, alfalfa. Now, apparently, horses can eat alfalfa without a problem, and cows can't. If they do, they get bloated, and uh, I don't know. They have, I guess, kind of like colic for a horse. It kills them. That's what it was on the show, anyhow. So I don't even know if any of that's true. It was just a TV show. 13,000 cows. How many chickens? How many egg factories? How many food processing plants? You know when people are going to start paying attention when there's nothing else on the shelves? You want to know what they want, John? Go ahead, Bob. Tell me what they want. Here's Angelina Jolie. See the hard part where you have the teeth? Oh, wow. Take the fangs out. Have you done this before? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's always been a part of the diet, the bugs. But then I think there is a truth to the survival during the war. Of course, people... When people were being starved, they were able to survive survive on things like this, and they did. When was the first time you had these bugs? I first had them when I was first in country. Crickets. You start with crickets. Yeah. Crickets in a beer, and then you kind of, you know, move up to tarantulas. Go ahead. Put them in the frying pan. Mmm, sizzling them up. Mmm, scorpions. Good. Like good guys. Dinner. Look good, guys. You want to go? You want to share a spider? Hot. You out of your fucking mind. It's actually really good. The flavor. Okay. Mm. Oh yeah, sure. I can yeah, see why you're into this. Little hot sauce. <laughs> it's hard to chew. Yeah. Fucking disgusting, dude. Okay, so here. Okay, so that's what they want. So here's the deal. You know me, I'll eat just about anything. There's a couple things I don't eat. I don't eat cranberry sauce that comes out of the can because I don't like anything that when you take it out of the can, it still looks like the can. <laughs> there might be a couple other things that uh, that I, I can't think of, that, but not much. I, I'm thinking cranberry sauce and maybe a few other things I won't eat. Bugs are one of them, and especially spiders. What the hell do they think is going on here? If I had to eat spiders and there wasn't any food around, you know, maybe. But here's the thing. People aren't going to go for this shit. I don't care what anybody says. Bob, you're going to die. You don't even eat melted cheese. How the fuck do they think you're going to eat a fried fucking spider or a tarantula? I'm not. Or a- I'm not. I'm going to f- find another animal with four legs and kill it. All right. Let me ask you this. If you had to, all right, you're starving, and there's a cat and a bunch of spiders and crickets, what are you eating? If you're trying to get me to say that I eat pussy, I totally do. Well, that's a good joke, Bob. But no, I I just meant, would you eat a cat, a real cat, or would you eat bite? I mean, the first thing that's going to happen, I would probably turn my own firearm on myself because I don't want to be in a world where that's my only options. Okay. So for me, I think what's going to happen is you're going to have... First thing that's going to happen is you're going to lose a lot of squirrels and cats and dogs. When it gets down to brass tacks and there's no food and you got to feed your kids and your family, you look over at Fluffy and you're like, sorry, get a couple meals out of you or at least one. 
I'm not eating spiders. I need a snake. Probably. I've had rattlesnake. It's not bad. A little chewy, but it's not bad. I mean, this is what's going on here. And for some reason, once the world wakes up to this, they're going to have a problem. I know when I say the government, everybody gets on there, gets up in arms, but something's going on. You can't just say nothing's going 2,000 or 13,000 cattle just die over, over a week span. That's disinformation. And you know, I don't know if this isn't on a board because I heard this on my way back here. Ah, Kamala Harris leads the latest Biden disinformation team. Did you hear that? Of course. There's nothing but her. All right. Again, they can't have the truth getting out. They can't have it. There's no way that we can have the people that are actually intelligent, critical thinkers, people with common sense. We can't have that information going on when you're trying to take and do something diabolical, whatever they're doing. And this is the start of it. This isn't even, forget about, listen, even the count they have. Next year, what's staked now? $14, $15 a pound or something like that. Next year, it's going, you know, at the end of the year, it's going to be $30 a pound because what they're feeding, this, what it costs for feed and fertilizer and everything now is two to three times more than what it was last year. So now it's, it's 14. Now it's going to be 30. And if, I don't know what they're trying to do because right now the Democrats are in power. You would think that they would try to keep everything calm so they could win a, you know, win re-election. They're going to get shellacked in November. Shellacked. I can't see how any of them survive. That's a interesting comment there. I had to kill a deer last night to someone hit in front of the house. Jason wanted me to get the back straps off of it. Uh, we aren't starving yet. So I declined. I've ate many a roadkill, Bob. I've seen deer that got hit, you know, by a car, especially in the wintertime. You see deer gets hit, you know, it's good. It's fresh. Get the back straps, take the back hinds, hind legs off or whatever is not destroyed. I'm sorry, but a roadkill deer is just as good a one as a shot. <laughs> it really is. You make hamburger out of them. Roadkill's good. That's the thing. Like if they ground up the bugs and processed them and put some breading on them. I might actually eat the shit. I don't know. As long as you didn't tell me that that's what it was, I probably wouldn't know the difference. How can you not but if you it? got me tearing out the fangs of a tarantula to throw it in a skillet, um, that's not happening. Did they kill the spider before they tear its fangs out? or did they just rip It looked it like out? it was moving still. You, yeah. you think it would bite you? I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I'm not. First of all, tarantulas, I can't even. With uh, spiders and snakes, I, I'm, I hate them. Hate them, hate them. And if you tell me you gotta eat cockroaches, get the heck out of here. I'm not eating cockroaches. I mean, I know there's a you can sure grow a lot of them. That's a good comment. <laughs> Once you pick the front grill out of the deer, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, as to them picking Kamala to to lead the, the new uh ministry of truth, either they're just trying to find things for her to do that are quiet. Or they want another uh, reason to can her because they basically everybody who's had that job has been fired. Here's a called Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. And now, Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. Talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. 
So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. This has been Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. Oh. I got to tell you, like her speechwriters, it almost is like they're punking her. And she doesn't pay attention. She just reads whatever's on the paper. All right. So uh, I can't imagine. They're just sitting right now saying, what do we do if we do Pat? What are we going to make her? What are we going to write for her? I don't know. Why don't we just do this? Why don't we get the phrase passage of time? And write it down and see if she'll say it as many times as we write it down. Let's try to write it down like 10 times in two paragraphs and see if she'll just say it. Let's see. If yeah. we'll I mean, she's no Winston fucking Churchill. Here's another one. It, this one's pretty short. And now, Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, we all believe that when we talk about the children of the community, they are the children of the community. Of course, wouldn't Hell it? Hell yeah, that's like, you know, wherever you go in life, there you are. This has been Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. The only thing that would make that better is if at the end, you got that cackling. <laughs> so, again, I've been playing a lot of poker, as we've been saying, Bob. And one of the things about poker is when you look at people, you look for tells or something makes them uncomfortable or something you can pick up. Are they strong? Or are they weak? The tell on Kamala Harris is that when she laughs, she's uncomfortable and lying. It is, it's almost a lie detector. It is crazy how when you listen to her and she starts and she says something stupid, she just lets out this big cackle afterwards. And it is like a lie detector. As soon as she says it, it her nose would might as well grow when you hear her laugh. It's, it's that what I would call pronounced. In other words, it's almost automatic. It's almost like Howard Dean annoying when his big the Howard Dean that got him kicked off. Yeah. Yeah. Next story here. CDC issues safer sex and monkeypox direct the centers for disease. Hold, Hold on. Before you do that. Well, that I, I want to address that in a minute. Okay. CDC set out on its two page release, which I actually looked at it as a joke. The death rate of monkeypox is thought to be 1%, but possibly higher in immunocompromised individuals. Yeah, if you're weak and your body's ha you know, has no immune system. Yeah, you get a cold. Die, yeah, you're going to die of any, you could die of, of scratching your arm and getting an infection. Yeah, if you're weak and unhealthy, something's going to kill you, and it could be monkeypox. But 99% of the people will get monkeypox and survive it like chickenpox. Go so ahead. Biden, so Biden issued a health warning Sunday, cautioning everybody should be concerned about the cases of monkeypox recently detected in both the U.S. and in Europe. All right, hang on for a second. So remember back in the day, Bob, when they were talking about this virus that was in China. Don't worry, it's in China. It's not here yet. And then when they got when when it came and we had one case, one case in I think it was Washington State, and it's okay, no problem. And, and they said, you know, it's not a big deal. We shouldn't worry about it. You don't need a mask. Uh, uh, you know, we're going to, it's just, we're going to quarantine and we're going to keep it. And the next thing you know, it exploded. And this to me seems like they're winding monkeypox up 
to be the next COVID. Well, isn't this like uh, HIV light? When it began, it was primarily in the gay community and whatnot. Yes. Yes, it was in the gay community and nobody cared it cared about it. Matter of fact, what was it called? It was called like the gay flu or I forget. I what don't they know. Called. We called it the anally inflicted death sentence. Right. Another the problem is, see, the problem is it's not that it's the bees in the LGBT. The bees, what happened is the bees, they, they screw a monkey or I mean, they screw a man who has the monkey pox and then they go screw a woman. And the next thing you know, now it's, it's f- affecting the heterosexuals. So this is just like AIDS, where it moves from the gay community to the whatever community. Yes. Since the CDC is aware that most people are dumb as shit, and they pretty much react only to meme type stuff, so they put out this off their website. (laughs) Here's some of their advisory directives. So try virtual sex. (laughs) If that was possible, don't you think? If that would fill the void... Would, Dude, don't you think they would just do that? Because it's a lot been, easier. I'm sure. People have been doing virtual sex now for like two years. All right. I, right. I mean, and, and most married couples have virtual sex, just not with each other. Don't be reading the head there in the chat. The next graphic is masturbate six feet apart. What? Who masturbates with other people in the room? I don't. It's ridiculous. This is so stupid. This is. It's debauchery, too. It's like, okay, we're not going to have sex. We're just going to sit there and masturbate and look into each other's eyes. Ugh. Then you have wash afterwards. Why six feet apart? Wash your hands? No. Yeah, wash your hands afterwards. Don't. don't is that somebody have to tell you that? After you get done I mean, diddling yourself, shouldn't you wash your hands? Who does it? Who diddles themselves and go makes a, makes a sandwich? Who the fuck does that? I know where my wife's been, and I still still do a pretty good scrub all over any, anything that was touched. Which is really, Bob, what do you do? Do you gargle with mouthwashing afterwards, or what do you do there? I do brush my teeth. Okay. But is that is that just for the simple fact? Is it is it more of a kind thing, so you you don't have to introduce how do i put this i want to walk around and you know smell my own funk yeah but afterwards how do i put this you don't want to give it back to the wife in other words most women won't won't do that anyhow it's like after that you're they they oh oh, you go brush your teeth go wash your face no mouthwash. all i know is yeah being over the wife goes into her bathroom i go into my bathroom and uh we kind of meet in the middle and say that was awesome thank you right i don't know what this means when i said i said we've been virtual sexing for two years she <laughs> says two years i guess maybe it's longer i don't know the next oh. one avoid kissing what? i don't i'm not i don't i don't strangers one night stands Late, ladies uh, and gentlemen let's have a boomer bunker moment here the casual sex that we used to enjoy in the 80s before the AIDS things where you could just go out and, you know, it was free love and all that stuff. And the worst thing you could get would be like syphilis and they'd give you a shot of penicillin in your ass and you'd go on your merry way. That's all over, folks. So what's going to happen now is the people that are going to survive are going to end up in monogamous relationships and you're going to pick your partner and you're going to stay together. And then this is going to go away because you're not out diddling around with all, all these other people. The people that are cheating and 
and into casual sex and multiple partners, they're going to have to worry about all this. But those that don't, won't. The next advice here is uh, wear clothes. I didn't know you had to be told to do that. I, I guess they mean during sex, like what? Have a dry rub? I mean, what? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you get, you ever, when you were a teenager, did your girlfriend ever send you home with one flap out? I don't know what you're talking about there, pal. So one flap out was like if you were grinding and everything as a, as a young strapping male and you um, dry humped and you ended up uh, dumping a load in your in your drawers and you had that spot. You take no, one. My girlfriends weren't teases. Okay, so for the for people that weren't, you know, so Bob picked a bunch of sluts that would just give it up. But no, some I guys. Was, I was just that. He finished my sentence. <laughs> so. Motherfucker, I'm in the middle of a joke. You got to talk over me. Damn it. So one flap over. Go ahead. So, yeah. So you, you grind. All of a sudden, there was an accident, a happy accident. And then so you had this spot on your pants. You just couldn't go. What happened to the front of your pants? Did you piss yourself? So what you do is you would take one of your shirt tails out if you had a shirt, you know, and you'd come home with one flap out. Like, yeah, one flap oh, out. Oh, yeah. I, I also never tucked in a shirt, so. You don't eat melted cheese. Well, I don't know what the fuck is it with you. Of course you're not. You're a walking contradiction of life. And the other one is cover your rash. So what? So they don't see it because if they saw it, they wouldn't fuck you? No, I think what it is is that if you touch that, the pustule, yeah, 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 the, the yeah, pox, yeah, fistula is growing out of your arm. Yeah, you, you can. It, that can give you monkeypox. Here's the deal: they can't even say monkeypox anymore. Apparently, monkeypox an offensive term. Like yeah, in other words, last yeah, show, right? Can't say it. It's a MPX. Yep. I'm not saying MPX. It's monkeypox. Just the same way I call it the Wuhan flu. That's what COVID is to me. It's from China. It's the China virus. Just the same way as the Spanish flu came from Spain and and all these other diseases that we had. All of a sudden, right. now we're not allowed to say anything. I'm done with all this bullshit. I'm done with this political correctness. They say it's kindness. It's not. It's just control. They want to control everything you say. We say monkeypox. Why? Because monkeys used to have it. Now it's transfers to humans. We can't say monkeypox anymore because that's kind of derogatory. So now what we have to do is say MPX. No, it's monkeypox. Shut the fuck up. I'm not going to let you control what I say, how I say, and when I say it. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. 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 Next topic. <laughs> Two okay. men arrested after hacking a gas pump and selling fuel to drivers at half price. This is genius. I don't know how they, well, it would have been really genius if they didn't get caught. This is uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Police have arrested two men for a bizarre crime in Virginia Beach. Authorities said two men hacked into a gas pump to make it dispense fuel at no charge and sold the gas to motorists after the station closed at half price. They report that the men used a remote device to hack the pumps and got the word out about the fuel for sale via social media. Citizens were purchasing uh, the gas through the cash app or through a cash app. Uh, the owner of the Sitgo station said he noticed missing fuel last week, but what or how it was happening was a mystery. Yeah, don't report it to the EPA or anything, uh, or, or whatever, the state gas pump board. Everything on his end appeared to be normal, so there was nothing obvious that gas was being taken. By now, the owner is out nearly fourteen grand. Those buying the gas, wouldn't they be like accomplices and stuff too? I mean, wouldn't you think? Well, yeah, but let's back this up a little bit. $14,000, uh, what was it, like 150 gallons of gas? 
I mean, it doesn't seem like they took that much, 14000 If they're well, let's say seen, they're for, uh, it's in Virginia. So let's say it's $4 a gallon down there. It said five. All right. So it's two, they're, they're selling it for two fifty a gallon. Right here. 14, yeah. So you figure it's what, 7,000 gallons, I would say, or 6,000 gallons that they, they, they sold. I don't know. I don't do podcast math. But yeah. I would imagine it, it would be too. Here's the thing. This is why you don't report this to the EPA because if the EPA comes out and finds out you, you're missing gas and they think it's in the ground, they shut you down. Yeah, you got to dig it up. You got to dig it up. You got to dig all that dirt around. It costs hundreds of thousands. It, it'll bankrupt you. So that's why you didn't call the EPA. You don't call, you never call the EPA. Never, ever in history. Well, I know that there's a, I don't know what it, what they're called, but there's a, like a state board that goes around and make sure that the gas pumps or taxes are paid on them. And that one gallon on the meter equals one gallon in the can, that kind of thing. Yeah. But they don't, there's so many gas stations. You think they hit every gas station every year? No, every they, they don't have enough. No, they no, don't have enough power. There's no Sorry, way. Person power. Right. Yeah. And well, power. You did the story last week. You brought it in about the gas station that accidentally priced gas for what, what was it? 69 cents a gallon. Is there gallon? Yeah. And, that, and that guy and that owner lost 20 grand. So not out of the uh, question for this place to lose 14 grand and they never got not even at 69 cents a gallon. So yeah, they, they didn't even get that. They didn't even make that money back. You would think that they would be able to look at whatever cash app, Venmo, whatever they were being paid through and get a kind of a list of everybody who bought gas off of them. Right. And then go after them. I'm not saying to do that, but no illegal is illegal, man. So you're saying that they, they got caught and they were using the cash app Buying so then, stolen property. Right. Yeah, you could, you could go round them all up, but then, Oh my God, the paperwork. And then that would flood the court system. Oh, the harbor. So what they did was they got the two, you know, the two mooks that uh, started this thing and they just let everybody get the free gas. Could you imagine? I mean, what if you just went out and got like 50 of them and prosecuted the 50, then that would send a deterrent that anybody ever tried this again. You'd say, well, I ain't buying that gas. They catch you. If you're going to do that, pay cash. Here, here's $50. Give me 25 gallons. At that price at four ninety nine nine a gallon, it's roughly 2,800 gallons. So if the average car holds what you want to say, like 18 gallons, maybe. Yeah. 15. Let's go 15. So that's 155 or 156 customers. That's a lot of people. Yeah. You could, you could almost go get them all. You could with the cash app. Yeah. The the cash app is great. I mean, I use it for boomer math. I I, I'm doing it for, uh, you know, with the kids and stuff, we send money back and forth all the time and that's great. But the problem is, that when if you do shenanigans, you're, it's easy to get caught. That's why cash is king. And I'm gonna try to take that away from us too. They're taking it all, Bob. They're taking it all. Did you see this one? Oh, uh-huh. did, did you see it? It's great, it's amazing. Go ahead, play. Oh, this bitch. Ninety-eight fucking dollars. I have to decide between buying gas or buying food. And guess who wins? Because I have to get to the job that I need to fucking buy anything at all. That doesn't pay me enough. And people want to donate $1,000 to fucking cats. 98 goddamn dollars at Costco to fill up my tank. $98. $4.50 a tank. $5.50 a gallon. 
at Costco. Five fifty a gallon at Costco. I mean, in Costco's defense, they are a top tier fuel. So let me just say this to you: Who'd you vote for, honey? Who did you vote for? You can did tell you, who she voted for. Did you did you vote against the angry orange man that made the mean tweets because he grabbed women by the pussy? Did is that who you voted for? Bitch, enjoy it. Roll around in the dog shit that you just made. All right? This is what happened. The motherfucker told you he was going to do this. He said it in a campaign thing. He walked over to a girl and says, we're going to take on fossil fuel. We're going to get the fossil fuel industry. That's what he did. He told you he was going to do it, and he, he's doing it right now, and now you're upset at who? You did yeah, this. Campaign you promise. Your- he's yeah. going to eliminate fossil fuels. Yeah, you and your climate-changing, bug-eating. Wish he would eliminate fossils. Yeah. Like himself. <laughs> is it me, or is that is that a Band-Aid over her left eye? I can't tell what that is. I think she slipped with the eyebrow pencil. Quite honest with you. Okay, she, I could, I was, she was doing her makeup in the car, and then when she saw the price of the, the, the how much it cost, <laughs> she went what? what? And she what? Colored outside the lines. There's more. This chick blames everything, but what's really? I mean, part of the blame is is accurate, but dude, I only saw the first part of this. I can't. Oh, wait it, it gets it gets pretty rough. This is the work of the fucking religious right. Oh my! This shut this up. Right. How is how the, is the, fuck is that because the lord said to raise gas prices fuck everybody the the religious right she jesus christ i can't how do people get this stupid how are they this dumb she has been mind controlled the religious right well that right there tells you who she fucking pulled that lever for (sighs) i can't wait to hear that i can't wait to hear this there's more just hold on the stupidity that it falls out of this lady's mouth after you press play. Please, let's hear oh, something. It, it comes out at supersonic speed. Who clearly, who, who, who gives us all of the evidence, all of the evidence about how our poverty is a choice that our government made for us. What? what? Back that, can I hear that again? Can the I religious right again? gives us all the evidence. Listen to Robert Reich who clearly okay robert reich he's a berkeley professor who you know one of those who has all the answers is white hating self-righteous moron stands on his profession like a kid fucking priest stands on a bible let's hear this again this is the work of the fucking religious right listen to robert reich who clearly who do who gives us all of the evidence all of the evidence about how our poverty is a choice that our government made for us yeah, that sounds right. It's not worth 351 times what I get paid. Ever. I don't know about that. Back that up because I talked over it. I'm sorry. She said a CEO is not worth 351 times what I get paid. I don't know. So I'm going to go back and say this. They cannot get paid more than what they're worth as far as, in other words, if they're making a certain amount of profit and they've made a contract and and. They're getting paid at now. I understand that this is ridiculous that they make 351 times more than sure. Per, okay. But I don't know how you can set that. You know, I don't know how you can set the price of somebody's wages. I mean, I know there's a minimum wage where like, you know, let's say the minimum wage right now, if it wasn't crazy and $15, let's say it was like $8 an hour. Some companies would get people to work for less than that. 
All right. So they set a minimum of what, you know, what it costs for an hour's worth of labor. So what she's trying to say is that maybe the, the way to bring up wages is to say that the CEO can't make more than, okay, let's say 80 times what the lowest paid worker is. Then they would bring the salary up so they could get paid more. And that would bring down profits, but it would also make people happier at their job and make them be able to, they wouldn't have as much turnover is what I'm trying to say. What am I trying to say, Bob? Yeah. I, oh, I kind of agree with that. Isn't it but, kind of a meritocracy? What? The thing that pisses the thing that pisses me off is everybody gives to the Red Cross. The CEO or the whoever runs the Red Cross makes an exorbitant amount of money for what they do, and I'm like, well, that. So every dollar that you give to the Red Cross, like forty cents of it's going to the to the management. So you're only giving sixty to the cause. Well, yeah, we had a uh, local, you know, rock radio DJ here that was. She had put it up on like Facebook. Hey, I'll be waiting tables tonight at this or that restaurant. Come on down. And all my tips are going to the Lung Cancer Association. So for fun, I looked up what the Lung Cancer Association's CEO got paid that year. And it was like 2.3 million. I shared that screenshot and I said, yeah, I'm sure that that CEO is going to be grateful to get all of your hard-earned tips. Now, Goodwill, here's another sham. Goodwill is, it's a company. So what happens is you don't have one shit anymore and you couldn't sell it at a yard sale. So you go give it to Goodwill. Goodwill takes it, cleans it up, puts it out there and sells it at a cheap price, but they're making profit on it. So I think the person, the, the head of Goodwill probably makes more than the head of the Red Cross. Go look up the, the salaries of the management of Red Cross. I'll tell you what, it'll make your eyes cross. That's what it'll yep. make you do. Well, the only one I, I can kind of get behind that I've actually looked up and I seen was the Salvation Army. The CEO gets paid like $35,000 a year. He lives in a house that's owned by the organization, which is, it's not a big giant Joel Osteen mansion. It's just a regular home. But yeah, so from what I know, I that may have changed, but I looked it up probably four or five years ago and it all checked out. I think the Salvation Army is probably your best bet if, if you really give a shit. Now let's get back to this video. I backed it up just a little bit. All of the evidence, all of the evidence about how our poverty is a choice that our government made for us. A CEO is not worth 351 times what I get paid. Ever. Fuck you, religious right, who are doing this and have been doing this to us. <laughs> Fuck you, profiteering companies. Fuck you, billionaires, stealing us, breaking our backs, stealing from us profiteering off of us so we got cats in the beginning i don't know if you noticed that she's talking about cats for just a second if i could ma'am maybe just maybe the 30 to 50 percent that you the government takes from the government the government takes out of your wages before you even get it uh might have a left an issue with the amount of things that the things cost i understand that you're talking about and you, you have a point, but the, the thing is, it has nothing to do with the religious right at all. The problem is you need somebody to blame. You can't figure out how, who to blame. You've lost your way with the Lord. You're a stinking atheist, and your God is the government and your social justice and the climate and Mother Earth. 
And right now, the people that you believe in are jamming this dry like a telephone pole up your tight white ass. And that's your problem. But you can't blame it on them. This is horrible. So who's it got to be? It's got to be the people that believe in the invisible sky, buddy. That's who's doing all this. That's what it is. And like Nick says, Nick in the chat, he says, atheism is a religion. And that is correct. And these people are losing their mind because what they've done is they followed the Pied Piper out of town and they're going to get it shoved so far up their ass. They are, and the thing is, they're going to love it. They're going to love, love, love it because they got somebody to blame. It's the religious right. It's the Republicans. It's the people who have been crying and screaming that this is going on. And they're like, that's not going on. None of this is going. They're still blaming Trump for this shit. Well, I've got news for her in okay. regards to the religious right alleged atheism that you put on her. Leaked Pentagon interview. A number of things that uh, I've heard uh, from people in the Pentagon that the buzzword in the, in the secret of secrets in the Pentagon is uh, the Sumerian gods are returning. And that's what they're referring to is that whole area uh, uh, that uh, Peter. Wow. Can you repeat that again, just in case anybody missed it? The well, buzzword uh, in... In the Pentagon, in the, you know, the military circles that are in the know about with the cover-up here, um, the they kind of in whisper tones talk about the return of the Sumerian gods and they're talking about the uh, what we would call aliens or fallen angels returning uh, into the Middle East uh, into old Sumer area the Anunnaki well yep and Lil and Enki are coming back for another world tour so I don't know what any of that means I'll be honest with you I don't know what any of that means oh wow I have no idea. Oh, I, I could do an entire podcast on the well. We might be Anunnaki, and I'm talking like an entire other show on, like not just one episode. Uh, <laughs> on, you know what? Let's do a Boomer Bunker bonus or, one, one night or something. Let's call it Remote Common Ancestors. So here's the thing. I don't know if you've know you've heard this, but apparently China has picked up what they consider alien communication mm -hmm. out in space. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this is true. I don't know. Is it true? Who knows? I mean, it's. It, I, I mean, I'm telling you right now. I, before I would say, get the hell out of here. Now I have no idea. Look up oh. the Colburn. The Colburn. It's uh, ancient Scottish scrolls that are kind of like the Dead Sea Scrolls, and they explain when uh, our remote common ancestors returned to their home planet. It's alleged that their home planet Nibiru, as we call it is the ninth planet and it comes into somewhat close proximity of earth every 3600 years and that's what caused the, the last deluge the great flood yeah so anyway it's it's, it's an interesting read it's i think it'd be a really neat you know movie or like it, it would have to be you know episodic i don't think you could do it in one movie but anyway well listen i think oh, there's a lot of heaviness going on here bob i think it's time for a power cleanser you ready definitely all right. Remember when you see all these people that have this oh, thing? Where you yeah, think, the uh, shock face. Hers right. looks real. There's the dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it does dogs too, pets too. That's amazing. Isn't that pretty cool? That's amazing. All right. Now, you think that's funny? I got I got one better for you. You'll love this one. You ready? Here it goes. Is that, you look familiar Indeed. to you, Bob's? So it only has 90 days, and it is 
20, 18 dollars per unit, and it takes like forty units to do a forehead. And you got to do that every ninety days. So it's like a Kardashian marriage. Yes. I mean, again, I, I didn't realize how. I didn't. First of all, I didn't realize that it went away. And secondly, I didn't realize how much money it was. That's expensive. Oh, you got to put that on the Boomer Bunker TikTok. If you're faced up. And you got to oh, do that in days. I'm good. That's a lot. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so was it a Snapchat thing or what? It's a Snapchat filter. Is it called Sugar Shock? I don't know what it's called, but you can look at it. It's got that surprise face. So Sunday or Saturday night on the, in the uh, Zaniac Zoom, I was taking that and I was doing it to all the people in the Zoom chat and it was hysterical. So then I said, okay, let me go, you know, let me go to the Boomer Bunker, pick one and put it on there. And it, it's a pretty, it's amazing. I didn't know it's somewhat, I can't, you could do that to any show. It's hysterical. I, I can't stop laughing at it. It's hysterical. It's funny. But anyhow, I will put that. Uh, we don't have a Boomer, Boomer Bunker TikTok. I can put no, it on. No, I think we need one. I think we might need one. So, I mean, you could just use yours. I don't care. Okay. Maybe if I could take, if I could play the, if I could play the me uh, surfing down the powdered sugar, sugar mountain on a waffle and then get that face on there, that would be funnier. But still. I think it's probably too small, maybe on the, yeah, it probably is. But the actual video, you know, edit it and zoom in on your face. Yeah. I figured that we, I figured you would enjoy that. That's a little palate cleanser for you. I wanted your, uh, taken on if you think this guy's accurate or not. 2020 looked like bad news for oil companies, but they stopped drilling. They got over $10 billion in government bailouts. And one other thing, was it they like used the money to keep their employees on the payroll? There's, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, it was the opposite of that. They actually fired 100,000 employees. But don't worry, oil companies in 2020 had a better year than they did in 2016. So as 2021 rolled around and a shaky recovery started, oil companies had a choice. They could choose to invest that money in drilling, hire back the people they laid off, and increase supply, or they could not hire those people back, not drill, and restrict supply, forcing oil prices way up. And which one of those things do you think oil companies did? American oil companies did stock buybacks, executive bonuses, and purposely didn't rehire their workforce as a way to maximize profits. And of course they did, they're oil companies. This is almost too dumb to say, but oil companies like when oil prices are high. They sell oil for money. And since drilling operations slowed down as a result of the pandemic, they now get to enjoy massive oil profits as they slowly ramp drilling back up. And if you don't believe me, just ask oil companies. Would Pioneer in that scenario potentially increase production to help make up any potential shortfall? No, uh, Pioneer will stay with our plan. We announced a CapEx plan, as I said, regardless of whether it's $150 oil, $200 oil, or $100 oil, we're not going to change our growth plans. We will continue to prioritize free cash flow generation over the pursuit of volume growth. We have no intention of adding incremental barrels into the market. So if the president phoned you up, Scott, and said, you know what, we need some more oil, what are you going to say to him? I'll tell him we have a pact with our, it's all about the shareholders. Our shareholders own this company. Uh, they want a return of cash. I'm telling you right now. I mean, it's they're telling you the quiet part out loud. I mean, they're just telling you right to your face what they're doing to you. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, they're, not, right. they're not lying to you. This is in 
I want to say your hometown, but it's not. It's, it's a, a neighboring town, city of brotherly love. Philadelphia. Dude getting some gas. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's not Antifa. I see a... Black people. Coming in the frame. Well, you're about to see more. Here comes another. Black people. And then there we go. Don't worry. No uh, man buns were harmed in this that I know of. He just threw something. I don't know what it was. It looks like, a, I don't know if that was a gun or what the hell it was or the keys. It's just to get his car. And they just threw the gas pump nozzle right there on the ground so they can, like, you know, run it over when they leave in his car. You know, they don't get away that fast. You would think that they would get away faster, don't you? Huh? Good old Philly. Boy, that mayor's kicking ass. Nothing happened. I mean, nobody's around. Nobody stops it. No police. Just not that. I mean, carjacking in Philadelphia. I, I, I don't go to Philadelphia anymore. There's no reason for it. There's no reason to do it. I mean, you, you would go to like, uh, it would be great. Like on a you know, summer night, you wake, you know, you wake up or you're, you know, on a weekend or something where you're, you don't go to bed and you're, you're hungry. You just drive over to Philadelphia, you go over to Pat steaks or Gino steaks, get a cheesesteak. I'm not doing that now. Get out of your mind. Get out of your car. Next thing you know, you get beat up and someone's taking your car. Yep. Oh, that. So you can concealed carry. I don't know if that would have been a good spot to be blasting at, but you can't conceal carry in Philadelphia. You're not. You can't. Right. Well, do. okay. There. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't do that. One reason not to live there. One oh. reason why not to live there. I got to go out and about this weekend, and I hang out at home. I have everything I need here. Why? Why go anywhere except to get more shit to have here at home? So I, I try to minimize that and go out maybe once a month and gather what I need. Bring it home. It's literally the Bob Bunker. Okay. While I was out, dude, just virtually everybody that I encountered was just common sense is dead. Nobody has a clue what they're doing. They're just floating around like plastic bags in the wind. No agendas. Just lost. Inconsiderate as fuck. I mean, Walmart was not really busy. But I'll tell you what, every single turn that I made, there was some dumb fuck with their cart turned blocking the entire aisle when there was plenty of room for three carts wide. They got the entire aisle blocked, playing on their phone. Uh, they just move. If you're going to park, pull off to the side. It's just like driving. You don't park in the fucking lane where everybody's driving, right? But we're entitled, Bob, and it's all about us. So we'll put our cart in the middle and fuck you, you'll sit there and wait because I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Again, uh, manners and politeness is, has went out the window, especially at Walmart. I've never seen any so many inconsiderate people in my entire life. But go ahead. Well, then I began talking to the wife about how dumb we've gotten. And all of a sudden, this stuff's popping up in my uh, FYP. So I decided to clip some of it and throw it together. Who won the Civil War? You won the Civil War? Um, Wouldn't you think he, he, Jesus Christ, he should know that? Yeah, who won this, the, the, the color of his skin? He should know that. Like yeah, his mama didn't tell him. Yeah, he yeah. was a black people. Right. How does he not know who won the Civil War? How does anybody not know who won the Civil War? Right. Well, here's the thing I could see that it, my question would be U.S. Civil War? Oh, the South. If you're if you're playing along at home, I'm sorry that I spoiled the answer for you. Yeah, but the South didn't win. 
we did? The South? <laughs> like the one in 1965 or? Yeah, the Civil War. You want it? It wasn't even in it. It was in the South. Ooh, I don't know. Do you remember what the Civil War was about? Civilization. What? They don't even know who was in the Civil War, like the two sides that fought. They don't know when it was. Do they even know what it was for? Uh, obviously not. The fuck? What is? Well, if you we learn that in like second grade. Well, here's the deal. Every one of those ones, just except for the black guy, after that was attractive women, and attractive women don't know, don't have to know anything. They're they're pampered and told they're so oh, great God, and they're here so we go. amazing. I'm just telling you. Well, and so they don't, they, you know, they, uh, I, I bet you if you ask them about nail polish and waxing and how to bleach your asshole and all, they would be fucking rocket scientists in that area. But as far as history and shit that they don't need to know, they don't need to know. And they don't care to know. When did 9-11 happen? <laughs> when did 9-11 happen? No, September 2011. 9 September 2011. I don't know what year, but it was in September. 2012 September 11th 2009 What year did Christopher Columbus oh. sail the ocean blue 19 no 1887 19 something right 18 something 17 I have no idea 1969 in 1882 What year did Columbus Was it in the 60s how many states are there that begin with the letter A? Two? Can you answer that one? What's this again? How many states with, with the letter A? How many states begin with the letter A? No, I can't. I, I mean, I, I, I can think of three right off the bat, but I think there might be there more. There are four. Okay, so I was three. I had three. Name them. So you got Alaska, Alabama, Arkansas, and Arizona. There, there it is. You did it. See, it just comes. It just comes to you because you're not a fucking retard everybody's yelling three i'm like just saying I, I could think of three right now you sit right. here and try to do this and think and yeah do stuff like that it's hard yeah when it's 100 degrees in that room that he's in no right. that's not it it's just like trying to do podcast i'm right. it's all right just brain's like overheated Ten. Ten. oh that's a good one i got that's a good one two two Nope. Well, no. What is the freezing point of water? I don't know. It's a fuck. perfect example. 50 degrees Celsius, she said. Back that up. 50 degrees Celsius? It's like 100 degrees. It's over That'd 100 be. degrees. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say. I don't know. 50 Celsius? I don't know. Negative 40 degrees. 140. Negative 2. Negative 2. Uh, I don't know. I'm feeling science. <laughs> Feeling science. Like three other classes. Negative. Wait, isn't the freezing point thirty for the outside? But I don't know about water. Thirteen. Stop talking. So outside can freeze at thirty, but I don't know about water. (laughs) This is this is this is embarrassing. This is. uh, They should go right now and go right to the uh, Washington D.C. to the Department of Education and fire everybody in there and remove them all. Well, they should just abolish the entire federal Department of Education. They should. It's a waste of money. Almost as much of a waste of money as town libraries. 
But go ahead. No, that's it. Oh my God, Bob, that is ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and but but I want my student loans forgiven. <laughs> student loans forgiven. Ah. Uh, I right, hang on. A- after all that stupidity, yes, I think we need a palate cleanser. Oh, sure. Bob, have you heard about the tortilla challenge? No, I have not. No, no, okay. Oh, I have seen the tortilla challenge. I haven't seen this one. Right. I didn't really get the overall goal of it, but so the tortilla challenge for people that don't know is you fill your mouth up with water and then you take a big tortilla and then you slap each other to see who spits out the water first. I cannot, I laugh at these hard every time I see them. Now, if you had a mouthful of water and you got slapped with a tortilla, would you not spit it out just from fucking laughing your balls off? I think that's what happens here. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) (laughs) That was fucked up. (laughs) He smacked him. Smacked She's praying him, man. Oh, he loses it too. Everybody lost that one. Holy shit. I I can't get enough of that. I gotta watch that one more time. Hold on, let's roll that one back. That's not fair though. They do rock, paper, scissors, and whoever wins, they smack the other one. That's how they do it. Oh god. Okay, I didn't know that. Rock, give me a rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) He didn't even wait, he just clocked her. And that is a big ass tortilla. It is a huge tortilla. <laughs> Damn, it's quite the noise. Totally sprayed him. Oh, and then she slips on on her own water. <laughs> Probably should do this over carpet, right? I don't know. I think you should do it outside, but that's me. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Well, maybe their parents. <laughs> Alrighty, that that was that's awesome. I have caught that. I just didn't really understand the game. So I'm like, why are they smacking each other with tortillas? My wife's seen it, and some dude whacked his woman with one, and she was like, okay, that's just abuse. That's just abuse. <laughs> And it did look like assault, because he didn't hold back. He full-on fucking full swing slapped her with the damn tortilla. <laughs> like it, it wasn't right. That was a little rude. My daughter, my, there's a video of my daughter doing it with a friend, and I, I just, I'm sorry, but it's hysterical. I, I asked her for the video. She wouldn't give it to me, because she said, you're playing on your podcast. Said, you're goddamn right I will. <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead evs versus non-ev uh, automobiles and the actual impact this is a ted talk from san antonio but is the electric vehicle really worse well, well the to understand if it's worse we need to look at how much emissions are produced during the life of the vehicle the average age of a vehicle before it gets scrapped is around 180,000 miles you can see the conventional vehicle produces about 30 tons of CO2 over its lifetime. How does the electric vehicle look? Pretty good, right? Because some of that electricity comes from renewable sources, and because the electric motor is far more efficient than the internal combustion engine, it produces less CO2. But there is a problem with this graph. This graph says that at zero miles, zero CO2 has been produced. And if you think about that for a second, it means the two cars have magically appeared in the showroom out of thin air. In reality, 
a huge amount of CO2 is produced just making a vehicle because you have to dig raw materials out of the ground, transport them to factories where they can be formed into car parts before finally being assembled into vehicles. Each step requires energy, and so we create CO2. So you can see the conventional vehicle comes to the showroom having generated about six tons of CO2. And now this is the critical part. Making a battery isn't easy. The materials required are harder to find, and making a battery cell requires a huge amount of energy. So the battery vehicle comes to the showroom having generated about 12 tons of CO2. Uh-oh. And you can see you'd have to drive it around 80 or 90,000 miles before you offset that CO2 penalty. But it is better in the end. So the electric vehicle still looks good here as well, right? Well, this is where it gets interesting. You see, the conventional vehicle has a 400-mile range, while the electric vehicle in this example has a 125-mile range. Uh-oh. 125 miles might be enough for some of you, but most of us want more. We'd like to be able to drive great distances across the states. Or if you're here in Texas, you might just want to get to the next city. So really, Texas we jokes. need to be comparing a 400-mile range electric vehicle. And as you may have guessed, a longer range requires a larger battery, which means a larger CO2 penalty. And now you start to see the problem. Over its expected lifetime, it has emitted more CO2 than the conventional vehicle. It has contributed more to climate change than the conventional vehicle, and that is the crux of the problem. It has produced more CO2, but we've measured none. And so society is happy to continue to call these zero emissions. But that is dangerous and unproductive. But there is something we can do today, using technology we have today, which will make a difference today. And that is to look at hybrids. Hybrids are far more efficient than conventional vehicles because at low speeds, where the engine is inefficient, the electric motor compensates and says, don't worry, engine, I've got this. You stay turned off until we need you. And critically, a hybrid has a small battery. So the initial CO2 penalty is similar to the conventional vehicle, while the end-of-life emissions are far lower. In fact, to offset the CO2 from the electric vehicle, you would need to drive it around 450,000 miles before you offset that CO2. And that's if you are able to drive 450,000 miles with that uh, EV with that one battery array. Uh, the, I don't know if you've looked that up or caught any of those videos of those who have EVs like a Tesla and they have to get the battery array changed out and it's around 20 to $25,000. Listen, again, I am not... I don't have a problem with finding cleaner energy and using cleaner, cleaner energy. We're not there yet. No. And the, and what you did today, Bob, was you kind of actually wrapped this whole thing up in a bow. And I don't even know if you realize that. So what you did at first was you showed us that there's a woman out there and she's screaming at the price of gas because of the God fairing far right Bible thumping Americans. And then you take and you show us videos of kids 
that are so fucking stupid that they have no idea what the the how what the temperature uh, freezing is and who won the Civil War. Like me, I said the South like an idiot. I meant the North, but I said the South. So, and and you do all that, and then you take these cars, and they they tell you half a story. They give you half a loaf. So what they what they're doing is they're saying, okay, we want to get rid of fossil fuels because of climate change, and we're going to get rid of cows. We have to eat bugs because of climate change, because of the the Earth is going to come to an end. And what I'm saying right now is that the majority of the people are too stupid to see that this is a sham. And I go back to, I don't remember who that guy's name is. His last name's Pena, but he's an old guy. He dresses in a three-piece suit, striped suit, and he just screams motherfucker all the time. Yeah, he he's got me. a potty mouth. When he speaks, he fucking makes sense and uh, tells the truth, doesn't he? The brutal right. truth. Right. And the other day, he says that there's never been a bigger sham and a bigger grift than climate change. And he says, I'll tell you why. They're saying that because of climate change, it's going to get hotter and the ice caps are going to melt and water's going to raise either between six foot at the low end and, or a hundred foot. And if it's a six foot, the whole South, uh, Florida and everything's gone. And the thing is that if this is going to happen, that people would not invest in those areas. You couldn't get a mortgage. There's no way you could do that. He says, there's no way that the people that have money would invest money in something if that they, they know in it. yeah if they believed in climate change the banks wouldn't loan you money to buy a condo on the beach insurers would not insure your houses right so if you're sitting there and you look at the people that have the money and are in the know on how to make money with money they are not going to invest in something that's going to go belly up now let's turn that around in the f fossil fuel industry Everybody and their brothers trying to get rid of fossil fuel. Would you, if you had, I don't know, a billion dollars, would you invest that into the fossil fuel industry? Of course you wouldn't, because it's a losing proposition. So nobody's going to invest in it, which means we're not going to be making any more of it. Which means it's going to be a, a creative shortage, and we're and we're all going to go through this pain. When you have high price energy, it hurts the poor and the middle class. What doesn't hurt is the rich. So what they're trying to do in a way is get rid of the poor, the middle class, so they only have the elites. The problem is they won't have anybody to do the chores. And that's what they need. And I don't know where they're going to get that from. Their biggest problem is there's a bunch of people in this country and around the world that know how to do things and survive. They will survive food shortages. They will grow their own food. They will hunt for their own food. They will survive. The people they're going to kill off are the useful idiots that allowed this. It's almost a ge genius in the way they're doing it. All right, that's it. That's all I have. You're good. You did it, Bob. You wrapped it all up in a nice little bow. Glad but I, I don't. But I don't want to. I, yeah. I don't know. Do you want to do one more story? We can always talk about the bleeders. I'll bring up the article. You go ahead and start flapping your fucking lips. So. Over at uh, Justice, uh, what's it, Amy? I can't Tony remember. Barrett. Yeah, Amy Barrett. I can't remember her middle name, and I don't even care. Thank so uh, they're protesting over at her house. And the thing is that they're in white pants with, I guess, they're bleeding. Oh, it looks like they're, they have their period, all of them, at the same time. They must live around each other because they're all synced up. 
That's it. Amy Coney Barrett. So over the weekend, they went and they, uh, oh, they were faked bloodstained clothes holding baby dolls, and they were marching to kill babies. With their hands tied. <laughs> With their hands tied. They're saying, we're not going back. We're not going back to coat hangers. We want to be able to kill our babies whenever we want. So uh, they were out in front of the house uh, in their bleeding. Abortion on demand without an apology. So, yes, suck that little bastard out of my hoo-ha and don't shame me for doing it. That's what they want. I'm so sick of this thing now, I almost want them to... Uh, I, I want them to make abortions illegal just to piss out them of off. Yeah, out of spite. Out of spite. Out of spite. Uh, I'm so sick of the, uh, we can't make a decision on when a baby's a baby. We, you know, the baby can be aborted uh, after it's out of the, you know, after it's been born for a certain amount of days, late term abortions, nothing's off the table, all that nonsense, all that, silliness because it's that's not common sense it shouldn't even be a reality and the fact that we're going to they can't make a decision you deserve this you deserve this you deserve this shut the fuck up you know, paint your pants uh, white pants red walk around with your stupid signs with your hands taped together no one cares no one cares i don't care i don't care anymore i've had it with this i've had it with the whole abortion thing go ahead overturn roe v wade i'm done with you you had a chance to be normal, make a decision, be responsible with some common sense. You couldn't do it. Here we are. I think they should uh, allow abortions at age 21. My father used to tell me all the time. I put, I brought you into this world. I'll take you right back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a bill, a bill Cosby joke on, on his show is like, like an infamous quote. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I, again, I'm done with all this, that, uh, I'm almost the same way with, um, what was the other? I just broke, it went right out of my mind. I, I don't know. I don't well, know. I'm against, uh, I would like to ban all semi-automatic abortions as well. Semi-automatic abortions. Yeah. Yes. Low, uh, yield clips. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, low capacity vaginas, low capacity. Only. Only. Yeah. <laughs> I know high capacity sperm count. We should outlaw that yeah. too. Yes. High, high velocity. Yeah. High fertility. Yeah, sperm count. We should Demand. get all this. So, all right, Bob. I'm I'm out of ammunition. I don't know about you. Shooting blanks. I'm shooting blanks. Unlike the people that are uh, impregnating these women that don't want to be pregnant. But you missed the one I thought you'd want to talk about most. I'm bringing it up for you. Go ahead. Oh well, again, this is pretty much after. See, so what I'm going to talk talk about now is that the uh, women's swimming organization whatever that is fina fina the the swimming governing body fina announced a ban on sunday on biological men competing in women events unless they've had transition before the age of 12 in other words transgender athletes who have experienced an enduring competitive advantage of male puberty flooded with testosterone is such such as greater muscle mass lung capacity height will no longer have an unfair advantage in women competitions okay so now do they go back and disqualify him for her, whatever, her, her. for everything that she won and take the person that was in second place and make them the winner? They should. That's what should happen. Thomas went from the 554th ranked male in two in the 2000 freestyle to the fastest women, woman 
in the 500 freestyle uh, in the NCAA championships this year. So there you go. So that's the death. That's the difference. Hey man, practice, practice, practice. Yeah. You know? So again, and the, and the reason I'm saying this, it's not because I'm against transgender people. It's just because I'm pro woman. Women are, are out there and they're competing. And the reason we have male and female sports is because females can't compete on the levels of men. I so see. They be able to do this. I, I see zero advantage there. None whatsoever. Physically. Right. And listen, you know, she wants to be a woman. I'm okay with that, but you just can't swim against women. You can't. Also not wearing a mask. Yeah, I guess. But who cares about the stupid masks? Again, the masks. <laughs> one's got the one under the nose. The other one's got a leopard skin. Looks just like lean she's into her, it. She looks like she's got her panties on her face. <laughs> quite honest with you. And, and and again, do you hear do you hear men screaming? You know what we can't take? We can't take these trans men coming in and taking all our trophies. No, because they can't. They can't. There's not one. A woman is transitioning to a man that is dominating a man's sport. Not one. Yeah, Since, I haven't even seen any try. Have you? Of course. I don't know if they've tried or not. They've I been very, very them. unsuccessful. Yeah. I don't know. All but, right. Uh, all right. I think that's we've literally it. done it all and said it all, John. We've done it all. We've said it all. And we appreciate you being here. And thanks. I appreciate you being. Oh, you're talking about the listeners, the audience, the listeners. Yes, I, those are listeners. It's not. A, I. It's not just about me. My bad. That's right. Uh, those that listen to it, this is a podcast, and those that join us on Monday mornings, ten o'clock Eastern, and also Wednesday night, nine o'clock Eastern, and we'll be back Wednesday night, nine o'clock Eastern. Uh, we are on Twitch and Facebook and Rumble and Twitter. You can come watch us live. Yeah, we're not on Facebook. And 90 soon, days. Soon to be, you mean YouTube, soon to be YouTube in the metaverse. I don't know. I'm ready to do the metaverse. I think, it would, I think it would be hard because we won't have any notes. We can't bring up any videos or TikToks in the metaverse yet. Oh, no. We might have to actually just wing it. Did, use our brains. Can you ah. tell me, did Ronda Rousey dominate any men's sport? Wasn't she a boxer? She was a MMA uh, fighter. MMA fighter. Yeah. yeah. Did she ever beat up a man in an MMA fight? I don't be, know. Don't be stupid, you moron. Well, that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. We will be back here this Wednesday night, nine o'clock Eastern, eight Central, seven Pacific, and wherever that time is in your time zone. Competing with American Idol. All right, everybody, we'll be back here Wednesday night, and we hope you join us. Take it, take it easy.